0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your
1: first three orders while supplies
0: last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You dip in, you dip out whenever you feel like it. Yeah, but I'm
2: always working. I'm never really off, I feel like. Ah. I guess I had, well, because, you know, when I dipped out those other times I was working down True. the hall. Yeah. I dipped out here. I worked the two days that the show was here.
1: Mm-hmm. So It's
2: good to work while you're dipping. Yeah, dipping and working. I can't complain. Been doing it all my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dip in, dip out. Doesn't feel like I had a vacation at all because Mm -mm. all you do is do stuff. That's right. During this holiday time. A lot of stuff. And then when you're one of the few men around the... Family situation there in Pittsburgh. Then you got to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you go get the Christmas tree? Can you Hell go no. in?
1: no. You go get your own tree. Go put out in this... the backyard and chop one down. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> this is, there were no trees in the backyard. Oh, well. Yeah, you got to um, go get one there. Can you go fix this thing?
1: Can you what? lift this? Can you put that up there? That's why you got to have a handyman on right. call all the time. Yeah. So, no. anyway. Anyway, you know what I did, man? What I put did... on nine pounds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nine pounds. We were discussing this yesterday during the uh, post-mortem, you know, the meetings we have after uh, the show Mondays and Thursdays. That's right. And I thought I was seven. I said, I guess seven, but I was wrong by two. <sighs> Nine pounds. Yeah. Since last Wednesday. Yeah, I don't Nine. even want to know. Yeah, I do not want to know. I don't yeah, want to know. I don't, wanna know. But I don't I, care. I, I did it. Because I, I said yesterday, I don't want to know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm avoiding the scale. Nine pounds. Yeah, but you're a guy, though, that you'll snap right back in the Whatever. Show. That used to be. I used to be that guy. Yeah. And snap back.
2: But, but you never,
1: to Go me. If smoke some crack, I might snap back. But
2: yeah, I wouldn't not. recommend that route. Why not? Um, it's a simple way, right? As long yeah, you don't kill me. I just, I never look at you and like, man, Brian, you know, he's, Brian's fat. Oh. Because you're always like built and I don't know. Oh, well,
1: You got that. I'm going to miss you. You got that body type, you know. <laughs> Athletic. You see that picture they posted on the wall? Yeah, you did look big Woo! there. But when that I first was a, started at CBS Sports Radio. Woo. Right.
2: But I've never seen you that big. In the, in the In the three years that we've done this show, I've never seen you that well, big. Anyway, nine pounds. Yeah. Eating season. You look good, effect. man. You Thank look good. You. Yeah, eating season. This is the – this is, right here is the uh, prime eating <sighs> season area. Ugh. And it runs all the way through Super Bowl Sunday. You know, I get a little pushback on that. People say eating season should stop at uh, New Year's Eve. And okay, I agree. Or New Year's Day. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it should. No, it should, right? But let's get real. You can't have an eating season that doesn't include Super Bowl well, Sunday. Super
1: Bowl is a month and about two weeks after that, isn't I it? I know. Well, you got a chance. You have the New Year's resolution. Nah. I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to get back in shape. And then for that weekend of the Super Bowl, yeah, you go hard. So
2: that's why I consider that eating season. But there's
1: season. A, a lull.
2: okay. All between right. New Year's, but it's still and Super. not dead yet. Still well, not dead. It's,
1: it's one foot in the grave. Okay, how about that? All right, that's fine. All we can right. come
2: to a compromise yes. there.
1: See, that's that's how you, right? Just compromise. What's the c word? What's wrong with that? <laughs> it depends which one you're talking about. I guess the compromise c word. <laughs> yeah, naturally, collusion. Uh, yeah. See, comedy. Mm. How about Cutcliffe? <laughs> Aha! Aha! Ah. Oh, yeah. Boy, boy. Oh! <laughs> That boy good. Oh, That's why he moving on up right now. Transition there, right? city.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the Tennessee job is still open, if you haven't heard. And this is going to be something that everybody pays attention to. And there's just going to be so many layers of this. Like First, the, this next hiring process, where it ends up, the fan reaction to that, the booster reaction to that. I wouldn't be surprised if they – trotted out all these names. Like I had these guys interview and then go out and hold a press conference, have the fans ask some questions to see how they feel about everybody. A weather vane. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do little polls and stuff. We <laughs> got a focus group over here in Knoxville tonight.
2: You know how they do the ask the audience on the uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Well, let's poll the audience. Yeah. That's what you'll do.
1: Boom. You just hit a button. Yes or no. Do you want this guy? Well, how about you also share your salary with the, the fans if you're not going to be the decision maker in this process that's what you're paid to do
2: yeah that's a really good point and we know that it's not always the athletic director that's going to make the decision Uh, but i mean (laughs) this big booster this is just so stark is it not what's going on here at tennessee and now you got all these other names that are being thrown out there and yes t martin is one of those oh, names. did
1: you know that there's a street named after T. Martin at the University of Tennessee?
2: <laughs> Playing on the loop. Yeah. <laughs> I do now. I definitely do now. All right, so I did mention Cutcliffe. He's on this list, but apparently there's not a lot of
1: interest there at this stage of his life. He's and, very comfortable at Duke. Of course, he was there for a long, long time, and, and then he goes to Duke, and he's had... A much success there and still has a very cozy relationship with Peyton Manning. And, of course, Peyton Manning is going to be in on whatever happens at his alma mater. And Peyton Manning should be screaming for T. Martin. So T. Martin is the second on this list. I'm going off the, the
2: Tennessean. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the, as they say, the UT Vols hot board. This oh. is the hot board Ooh. from the Tennessean. Mm-hmm. Who's hot? Who's not on the okay. hot board? Who's hot right now? All right. Uh, so Cutcliffe and T. Martin were hot at the top of those. Okay. Uh, Jeff Brom, who is currently at Purdue. He hasn't uh-huh. been there very long. His only first year there was at Western Kentucky. Did very, very well yep. there. Jeff Brom on the hot board. Okay. Right. Uh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. You want to react to each like one of the names? Come on. I All like right. Jeff
1: Brom. Okay. All right. Uh, Kevin
2: Steele, Auburn defensive coordinator. Mm, yeah, had
1: a chance, uh, head coach, and didn't go so well for him. Yeah. Um, but he is one of these assistants that people like to uh, pluck from. Yeah, and only recently has his res- his uh, re- reputation really risen uh, since he stepped on campus there at, at Auburn. Back-to-back years, excellent defense when he was at LSU prior to heading to Auburn, not so much. One of my favorite people to listen to talk in sports,
2: Mike Leach on oh, the hot board.
1: no. Y'all don't want that. Mm-mm. On that hot board. I mean, board. he jives with your politics down there, but nah. The hot board. They got their asses kicked by the Huskies last weekend. No, oh, the hot board's got Leach on there. Okay. Who else is
2: on the hot board? Uh, hot board, we got uh, Alabama defensive coordinator Jeremy Pruitt on the hot board. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Any more brothers on the hot board? Uh, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, who's on the cold board?
2: Do-do-do. All the brothers. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I I have no idea, man. I, I, you got to tell me that stuff. Like, who would be more available that they're not looking at at well, that? They, you think they should be looking at? Uh, and Mike Norvell is is also okay
1: on the uh, now. Mike Norvell coming from a state, he had pretty good offense when he was there, and and he's uh, fielded a damn good football team at Memphis, taking over for Justin Fuentes, and now they get another bite at UCF in the uh, the AAC conference championship game, averaging about forty some points a game these last five. So. Uh, you know, I, I like some of the, some of the NFL assistants. Uh, I like Winston Moss at uh, Green Bay, associate head coach uh, there at Green Bay, coached at the collegiate level. Jerry Gray has been a defensive coordinator at the, at the collegiate levels with your Minnesota Vikings, I'm a pro defensive back for the Los Angeles Rams, played a, a ton of years in the NFL. So there are guys at that level who have coached at, at the collegiate level who are not being considered for these jobs. And they, I know personally that they have an interest in in, in, the, in coaching in college. So uh, I would, if I'm John Curry, I'm not just going to settle on guys who are only in in college right now. I want to look at guys who've been out, who've been in college and moved on to the NFL level as well.
2: Yeah, and John Curry, I think in this whole mess needs to be totally reevaluated. but the problem is when he's going to be the guy that you would think could have, would have a big hand in hiring this coach, and we'll see how much he is really involved, then you bring in a new athletic director after that, and he wasn't involved in this next head coach. that's usually disaster for the head coach, but you know for me, I, can you do a worse job than this guy did in this situation? You know, why is he even a part of this? Yeah. I would have immediately, and I don't know his contract situation. It's tough for me to to sit here, as they say, from 30,000 feet and look down on what's going on here with John Curry and his relationships maybe within the university and the boosters are maybe very strong and this was just a misstep of his and we'll give him the benefit of that. Maybe that stuff does exist that I don't know about. But what I do know is that I've seen some real botches when it comes to this stuff. I was in Pittsburgh when your buddy Mike Haywood, that whole thing went down. It was just – everything was a mess.
1: And this and he was, was – he And was, he was falsely accused. He ended up uh, – th- that case there in Notre Dame with uh, child – Uh, uh, the uh, mother of his child, uh, that was all dropped, and uh, Pittsburgh ended up paying him. You're right, but it was boxed. I mean, the whole thing
2: was it was one of the most disgusting displays I had seen. You know, they have a press conference, and then on, what was it, Christmas Eve, you get news of something that happens in his personal life, and they're immediately firing him, and then they're bringing in Todd Graham, and they're introducing him four days later. It was just Todd Graham leaves after a year. It was disgusting. And this is worse. I mean, this is this is absolutely worse. It's more high-profile. Everybody's talking about it. You've got the fans that are too much involved, the boosters, the politicians that are too much involved, and this guy gets to keep his job? He, he gets to be a part of hiring the next
1: coach? Well... You know the booster is going to be involved, and I mentioned UCLA. You have a huge uh, alumnus there that, that's going to foot the bill for the coaches who are, on, who are leaving, those who are departing, uh, Jim Moore and his staff, and that's a hefty toe there. You, you, you owe Jim Moore $12 million, and now you have Chip Kelly coming in, and they just signed him for what, five years, 20 million. So uh, you got someone with, with huge pockets who, who are going to uh, not only – uh, take care of, of these financial obligations, but they're going to w- wield some power over this, this program. And and that's what you have in numerous programs. You had the situation with Charlie Strong where you, uh, Red McCone comes out and says he'd be better suited as a defensive coordinator than a head coach. And and that goes uh, goes on in many of these top programs, except for Alabama where Nick Saban's, I'm the man, that's the end of it. And Urban Meyer probably has that same type of setup as well. But uh, in this day and age of big-time college sports and you're in an arms race from a facility standpoint and the billions of dollars that are being generated on the field, on the basketball court, you're going to have those with huge pockets that are going to have some say in these programs. And, and it's unfortunate, but that's the lay of the land. Sure, I and, understand and, and, that, and, but and, and why no, is Curry no, still employed? Uh, that's the, yeah, I'm getting that point. And, and, and And who... who Who's to say that he's going to be there much longer? Uh, After this process is over, and I'm sure there are people blowing up his phone and trying to direct him a certain uh, direction, speaking of these big donors, and he may be on the outs after this debacle as well because he has not handled this situation. Well, they use him as a proxy. Uh, He's going to be the front man. He may go out and name this head coach, but then he may have an excusable uh, absence, if you will, uh, once this thing is handled.
2: Yeah, and you really need to find somebody that has ties to the university, as we talked about yesterday, someone who th- this would be a dream job for them. They always thought that being the head coach at Tennessee was the ultimate for their career, or someone who wouldn't be getting this opportunity normally because I think a lot of people right now, and, and not to say because this discussion out there is you know, how good of a job is Tennessee. It's still a great job. It's not as great as a bad job. I think that it's these things, they change over time. And in this little snapshot of Tennessee, it's not the greatest job. It, and it, you know what? In four years, it could end up being at the top of the heap again as one of the great jobs. But as of right now, under the circumstances, it doesn't feel like the greatest landing spot because of the mess that has been created
1: here. Yeah, it is a hot mess. I would agree uh, with that. But you try to – if. You're on their list, their hot list, and and you understand that this is a great institution, a, a, has been an excellent football program, one of the flagship programs in the SEC, if not uh, throughout the country. You put that aside and you're going, okay, we're going to start anew. We're starting fresh. And you go in there and you try to turn things around. So I think there are going to be folks, they may not say it out loud, but there are going to be a ton of folks who are still interested in this gig. There was some fire curry chants at the WWE
2: Monday Night Raw event. Wow! In the in the stands, mm. so those. Well, the,
1: as we said yesterday, were, were we, you
2: watching that Pete last night? Was yes. Did you hear the fire curry chants? Yes, I did.
1: Oh wow! This is really taking hold there <laughs> in, in, in <laughs> That's Knoxville for something in, in Knoxville. But it's interesting, Curry haven't haven't been there, experienced that fan base and the the volunteers programs being around those programs he is titled with something like executive uh, director of something there at, at at Tennessee previously he knew what was going on there he he understands the fervor there is for for football and and Tennessee sports and yet he comes in and he does this and there are those who are supporting Greg Schiano and and my pushback was purely on the football side of things i'm sorry i didn't think he was qualified for this gig i didn't think he was worthy of this gig you look at his track record Okay, Rutgers, uh, put him on the map, you want to say that? But what has he done since then? Nothing. Yeah,
2: it is a high-profile job for him to get back into being head coach. And he doesn't but,
1: have the best personality either. And they say, oh, he need a discipline and all that. Well, they just had that. And what happened? Yeah, I guess so. It's sort of it's the same qualities not like they have a ton there. of guys being arrested and kicked off the team.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think that he could probably be a good head coach somewhere else. He just is to me to put him there at Tennessee in the SEC just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't that that and, to me doesn't make and, any sense. And
1: and, and Curry if this is your guy and, you, and he puts out a statement yesterday stating that he's had a relationship with Greg Ciano over a number of years and you know he he vetted him properly not only at Penn State but the folks at Ohio State uh, gave him the thumbs up on that and you have this uh, this personal uh, interaction with the man, stand by your conviction. If that's your guy, yeah, well, even though I didn't think it was the right choice, stand by it.
2: Yeah, he should have, but apparently it was just too loud from too many important people that he couldn't. So, But there's, I don't know, it's a tough spot. I would love to say that in that same situation, I would be able to convince the people if I was that dead set on it, that I could convince those important people to trust me. I would hope in that situation. But it got so loud and so crazy there so quickly that it's a very difficult thing to do. And and it's because the choice was, I just, my main thing, and not to go back into that whole discussion, just hated how they... They trotted out the Penn State stuff. I agree. Stuff in I'm with to, you. That's that what was really bothered
1: me. wrong and and uh, mean spirited. That was despicable for them to do that. If you want to talk X's and O's and and, and uh, the record of the and man the Jimmys five. and the Joes. No, 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 oh. no, no Jimmys and Joes here. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's when we're breaking down the matchups. Oh uh, man. No. damn it! If you, <laughs> you want to talk just about your track record on the field, fine. That's what. That's where they should have stayed, but it was despicable to go the route that a lot of these folks included in this mob uh, went. And, and, and so uh, I didn't think that was the right hire. And, and you know, are you going to find a home run hire? Probably not at this stage. And we've been saying this since the silly season began in the SEC uh, with all these openings, you know, who's going to be a home run hire? There are only one or two. And, it, and that's over. Chip Kelly going out to UCLA, Dan Mullins, he was hot because he's done more with less at, at Mississippi State, and he has a connection to the Florida Gators, and he was there during their, their heyday about a decade ago. Uh, so that made sense, uh, and, and, and Tennessee needs to understand that, and, and, and John Curry needs to understand that. But uh, I, don't, I still don't understand, you know, personal relationship aside, why you felt like Siano was what you needed there.
2: Coming up next, an Andrew Bogus updating two more outside-the-box names to be the next head football coach at Tennessee. But first, listen to
1: the big fella. That's right. Here's the truth. Many of you have simply had it. You struggle with pain long enough, and you want what I wanted, a 100% drug-free answer to your pain. I'm here again for my answer to pain. I have a professional career in football. Yes, of course. I'm talking about relief factor. But the really big news is that anybody struggling with pain can lower or even eliminate your pain with this wonderful product. My problem was pain from head to toe. All types of pain. Significant and just little nagging pains. But, you know, the solution was relief factor. Maybe you'd like to play golf or tennis again without pain or take those nice long walks again. How about sleeping through the night again without pain? Neck, back, shoulder, hip. And knee pain can be simply awful. Here's what I suggest. Go to ReliefFactor.com, order the three-week quick start at Super Value at just nineteen ninety five, so you can see if it will help you like it did me. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Call them. 800-500-8384. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Bogus is here. What's going on, man? How are you? Hello, best friends. Good to see you bro. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. I saw that yesterday there was a conversation between some people that work here, about how there's fighting over you being a work wife or yeah, something.
0: Interesting Whoa. development yesterday that yeah. I, was, I found out that I was liked more than I thought.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was a good day for me. That everybody wants Bogus to be their work wife. I have huh? many suitors. What the yeah.
1: hell is
3: wrong
2: with them? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess Jay Berman's one of
0: those. Sean Marash is another one of those. Yeah, I thought it was Mike Samther, but he didn't respond, so
2: I guess that's over. Is it? Is Mikey B one of those, too? Yeah. No, no, probably not. No, I guess mm. I guess, I guess not, not my type. Yeah, I told you you were always well. I, you never believed me with that. You thought you, you think you're too snarky, too much of an attitude. He is. Uh, occasionally, but yeah. he's very well liked. Huh. I can't find a person that doesn't like Bogus, huh. which I don't know is a great thing. You know, you want to be you want a couple people to hate you. you there's got to be somebody here that doesn't like me. Well, Amy mm. didn't like you for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Now and we're now back. she's now she's are back. Yeah, back on. Yeah. I fixed that. Well, yeah. that's right. one you wouldn't want. Well, I, think. I mean, depending on what I don't know, um, but yeah. So, <laughs> you there's
1: know who nobody like else like
2: me, Marco. Marco doesn't Brian's like his friend Marco Baletti. No. There's just
0: some tension, really. Well, he thinks I don't like him because usually when you're out, Greg and I'm filling in for you. Marco's filling in for me, and then I get jealous because he and Brian have this connection that I, that Brian and I will never have. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that I think that rubs Marco the wrong okay. way. Okay,
2: all right. So one <laughs> guy, yeah. A part-time update anchor. That I know of. Right. Yeah. Well, you and Tierney had a little bit of an issue there, too. For a while, he called you condescending or something on the air. Remember that? The The big ragu. Yeah, the big ragu.
0: (laughs) That did happen. But, again, that's fine now. Out of sight of the mind. Tiki, in the afternoon.
2: Hey, uh, Mike, is Knox Eel anywhere near Knoxville? <laughs> this is what happens when you just assume it's spelled right from last time, and I uh, wanted to get it up. Uh, so, yeah, I am blaming somebody else. Uh, because I'm, uh, honestly, 99.999999999% uh, uh, of the time, it's me. But you still I just put it up. it up there. You didn't fix it. No. I did. You're right. I, you're right.
1: So, is Charlotte's Eel? Yeah. It's whatever you want it to be in today's well, day. obviously,
2: in your head. <laughs> We'll get to John and Noxiel <laughs> in
1: just a minute, but we do. So like a cough syrup or something. <laughs> yeah. Or take that Noxio. Plus the mouse doesn't even work. I can't type anything. No, oh, mm. oh.
4: because oh, if
2: you could type, it'd be correct. Is oh, that what you're, yeah. you're not my wife. Michael yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, work wife. Yeah. There, I fixed it for you. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Right? He said Blank Uville. Oh, wow. He
1: went with. <laughs> hey man, come on. You can't write that yeah. on a company machine. Yeah. yeah what are you doing? Throw with you. It, put it on. What's your name, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for someone who wants to get a better job, this is not the way you go about yeah. it. I mean, jeez. People are coming. They're going to come and ask us, you know, what type of person you are. Right. We I have mean, well, lie. one of the last shows I, I did with him, he told with me to go club. blank myself. I mean, what are you doing here in this building?
2: I <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought things were good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you just snapped over Knox Seal.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, expletive! Expletive! Why the yeah.
2: f- are you here? See, <laughs> boom, there this it guy's is.
1: Just out of control. Mm-hmm. Went off the deep end. Well, I told you
0: there was a Greg Boomer bonding moment this morning in front of me and Mike. It was awkward. Ah. I tried to stop it. I asked nicely, and I think it's—I've uh, moved on, but Mike hasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Mike is so not affected by stuff like that. By anything? No, no, no. He's affected by stuff, but not like that. Mm. He doesn't like it. He's—he's he's had enough. I think he's had his fill with the he-can't-spell grammar stuff. I think he's finally fighting back on that. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. You got a little upset there. there I was, got totally upset. There was a little anger in there. <laughs> a little? There was a little anger in there. A lot of anger. Thanks
3: for the time.
1: Why are you looking at me like that? I didn't say see Got any tips for him? You look like a Ooh. highlighter. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I like bright clothing. You look like a uh, ghost. Boo, pale face.
3: <laughs> it's perfection.
2: <laughs> That's racist, man. It really is <laughs> oh, <hey>. pale face. <laughs> I take offense to that. <laughs> call, call, call. Bo- vote for me, <laughs> my my brother and face. It's <laughs> going bo- around. <laughs> what would, what a Borat used to say, vanilla face. <laughs> he used to crack me up. All right, work wife, what do you got over there, man? <laughs> Come on, honey bunny. <laughs> uh,
0: instead of punting for the fourth straight time to open Monday Night Football, the Ravens did this instead. It's upon his
3: cook. He back is Bruce Ellington. Oh, it's a fake, and cook will wind up, and the punter will throw down the near sideline. Caught by Moore! Down the sideline and tackle to the 20.
0: Kevin Harlan on Westwood 1. Good throw by Sam Cook. Better catch by Chris Moore for a Ravens first down, and eventually Buck Allen's 10-yard touchdown run. Alex Collins also scored on the ground. And Justin Tucker kicked three field goals while the defense had three more takeaways, raising their NFL high total to 26. Terrell Suggs forced one of them with a late strip sack of Tom Savage, a historical reference from
3: his head coach, John Harbaugh. Ponce de Leon, you should put that in the back of his jersey, man. He's found the found the youth. He's playing as well or better than I've seen him ever play here since I've been here, I think.
0: The Ravens now 6-5 on the second AFC wild card because they have a better conference-winning percentage than the Bills. Two-game suspensions from Broncos corner Aqib to leave and Raider wideout Michael Crabtree for Sunday's fight in Oakland. Jack Del Rio tweeting his confusion over the decision last night, pointing out that A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey were not suspended for their fight just a few weeks ago. Browns head coach Hugh Jackson says wideout Josh Gordon will play as much as he can handle Sunday at the Chargers. It'll be Gordon's first game since December of 2014 because of suspensions. As you guys have already said, Duke head coach David Cutcliffe and Cowboys tight end Jason Witten have unlinked their names to the Tennessee vacancy. Meanwhile, the school chancellor reportedly did not sign Sunday's Memorandum of Understanding with Greg Schiano. Lawyers will now fight over the mm-hmm. documents' legality and if Shiano is owed any compensation. And happier news, Matt Campbell has a new six-year contract at Iowa State worth twenty-two point five million dollars. Campbell also getting an additional mill for raises for his staff. College Hoops, Virginia smothered Wisconsin forty-nine thirty-seven. And as any of us would do, UTEP head coach Tim Floyd retired immediately after last night's loss to Lamar, uh, which dropped his minors to 1-5. and Floyd says he would have done the same thing had his team been 5-1. and one. David Fisdale fired in Memphis with the Grizzlies on an eight-game skid. Take that for data. Sunday, mm-hmm. Fisdale benched Mark Gasol for the fourth quarter of a 10-point home loss to the Nets. Gasol apparently super tight, at least tighter than Fisdale. Uh, with ownership on the court, the Clippers outscored the Lakers 120 115. But Blake Griffin hurt his left knee in the final minute, said Coach Doc Rivers. It
1: didn't look good, obviously. So, um, but you know, he's we just have to wait and see. I mean, I, I don't know.
0: Further testing for Griffin today the Kings got by the Warriors 110 106 in Oakland as Steph Curry and Kevin Durant sat out injured. Cleveland rode through Philly 113 91. And the Pistons were 118 108 winners in Boston, 31 points for Tobias Harris. Boys. All
2: right, bogus, thanks. So you mentioned one of those two outside the box names for the Tennessee job in Jason Witten. That would be unbelievable
1: if he <laughs> yeah, just left on. the Cowboys at the end of oh, the year. Began... So I, I thought you needed experience in yeah. coaching. Well,
2: I mean, that's just a rumor out there. I don't right. think it's very serious. Uh, and the other is Lane Kiffin, as Lane Kiffin retweeted an article that basically said something along the lines of Lane Kiffin waiting by his phone, and he's like, no, I'm not waiting. I'm getting ready for North Texas and a bunch of stuff. So, you know, Lane Kiffin is – he's got to be taking some enjoyment in the fact that he's out of the big-time college football circus nah. and sitting back and having a little bit of fun for now yep, because yep. there's a lot of crazy stuff that's going on, and he's not a part of it. I'm sure that he – I'm, I, he desperately wants to get back into the big time. I don't want to make it sound like that, yeah. but the fact that he's out of some of the bigger messes in college football and isn't a lightning rod and kind of sit back and laugh at it, I'm sure he's taking some enjoyment in that. That's
1: why he's, he's trolling everyone. He's having fun doing that, and I think he's gonna. He's. I think he ends up back at a, a huge program, and he's gonna not change. And I don't blame him. He's been to suck, Been successful there at uh, FAU. And he's playing for a championship, conference championship versus uh, North Texas in uh, Conference USA. So, But I think he ends up back in in the big program because he's such a bright offensive mind. And, yeah, you're going to take the quirks. Look at Mike Leach. What's the difference between him and Mike Leach? Mike Leach is as quirky as they come. About 150 pounds. <laughs> you think Mike Leach is that much bigger than Lane <laughs> yeah, Kiffin? Yeah, no. probably. He just wears big clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think Lane Kiffin ends up back in the, the big time, man, because he can coach his butt off. John in Knoxville, Tennessee,
2: joins us on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, John? What's going on, guys? Hey, John. Um, just wanted to drop a name who is a big Tennessee booster here, who pretty
4: much sums up the whole Tennessee situation, and that's uh, Mr. Jim Haslam.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, so you know how the Brown, he how he's done with the Browns. So <laughs> yes,
2: we do that
4: kind of. And um, so a lot of people around here say that Curry has kind of been. I guess in his pocket, if that's what you want to call it, as far as some of the decisions he's made and things like that. Do
2: so you think Jimmy Haslam is behind the Greg Schiano stuff?
4: Um, a lot of rumors have said that that he he was kind of pushing toward Schiano. Um, personally, all the Penn State stuff aside, I'm with Jones. I don't think he's done anything as far as a coaching standpoint to warrant any kind of head coaching job on any level. Um. If I had a choice, I would I would love to have T. Martin, just because I think we need to go with Dan Mullen going to Florida and that kind of stuff. We have to go somebody offensive, and because um, we're going to have to be able to keep up with some of these other schools.
2: Yeah, and and John, if that is true, and I'm looking up some stuff now. I don't know if you've heard any of that. But if that's true... Yeah,
1: Haslam plays, he, he wields a ton of power. His brother's governor there in... Uh, well, not, the I'm seat. talking about
2: the connection of Shiano. Right. I understand how right. powerful well,
1: he Well, if John Curry's in his pocket, of course, he's going to run this up the, up the flagpole to those who brought him in and, and, and uh, thought he was worthy of that, that athletic director position. So, yes, he's going to run this by Haslam, and they're going to give him thumbs up or thumbs down.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing a connection here where I guess he interviewed for the Browns job when it was open the last time, and Haslam maybe liked him there and then suggested here was a sort of part of it. I have to read the whole thing in the break. I don't want to be totally irresponsible by just throwing this stuff out there. But if that's the case... How can you be worth $3.6 billion and be this bad at stuff? I, honestly, how could you be that successful in one field? Was he handed this by his father?
1: All that money? Uh, I, I'm not so sure. I think he built it uh, God. via the flying, what is it, Flying Pilot J uh, truck stops. I mean, think about this, entities. though.
2: I mean, uh, what, what's the biggest mess in, in pro football? Hmm. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. What's the biggest mess <laughs> in college football? Tennessee, what's the common link? This doofus! How is that? How is that even possible? That he's the guy behind this? Isn't that incredible? What else is Jimmy Aslam responsible for?
1: Look out at that truck stop! Right, might get a flat. Oh boy, man, yeah, uh, that's. Interesting. That's a nice little correlation. <laughs> uh, yeah, they stepped in it. And John Curry, of course, is talking to these higher-ups, and he's got to run this by them, and they're checking off and saying, yeah, okay, run with that. And if uh, Haslam had a good conversation, a good feel for Greg Sciano when he brought him in for his opening with the Browns, uh, I could see him wanting to uh, give him another shot at, at a school that he loves. And But that being said, why would he even be – Why would you want to interview him for the Browns job, considering what happened at Tampa Bay? Because he's Jimmy Adlam; he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't get it. What's up with the retread?
2: (laughs) Jesse's in California on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jesse? Good morning. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, guy, what's going on? Not much, man. I love you guys' show, man. You guys are hilarious. Well, thanks, Mm. Jesse. We appreciate that. What's on your mind today?
3: Uh, Not much, man. Just all this Tennessee. Jibber jabber that's going on. I just, I think it's crazy, man, that everyone's going, is so confused about why, you know, these big names that people are talking about, like Mullen and, uh, uh, Kelly, and they, they have the, the audacity to throw out names like John Gruden that aren't trying to take this job at Tennessee. Like, Tennessee is, nobody wants that job, man. Like, is, Tennessee is not, uh, Tennessee from back when, Manning and Hoke, like it's it's not Tennessee anymore, and everyone, it, Tennessee and the, the fans and the boosters, I I think it's a case of I guess beggars can't be choosers, like they're they're all upset, and yeah, sure, Greg Schiano, not the probably the answer to everybody's prayers, but I mean, come on, man, like I just I, I think it's crazy.
1: No, 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 they want that job. They don't want the mess that comes with that job, and the mess that's gotten even worse now with this debacle that ensued uh, this weekend. Uh, that's still a, a great job in college football, but you're going to have to deal with the power brokers like I has some others there in that community, and you're going to have to deal with some idiots who were behind uh, this this uh, just false al- false allegations about Greg Schiano. and I will protect him to the end as far as that is concerned, but uh, his track record as a head coach, I, I cannot, and I still don't understand why he- they thought John Curry and and, and those who prop him up thought that this was a good hire. Yeah, and and I don't really think that it's fair to say that nobody wants the
2: job. I do think that when there are multiple jobs open, when you're talking about UCLA, Florida, Tennessee, when you're talking about those jobs being open, then yeah, maybe Tennessee is third on that list. And apparently Chip Kelly was involved in all three of those, and you, you saw where he ended up. So it it's just it's it's all relative to who you are, what your situation is. And now post this Shiano thing, now it's a whole different story because of how big of a mess was created by that hire, and that memorandum of understanding is now going to be a thing that's in the courts. It was signed by this person, yeah. not signed by that person. Is it, it binding? Is ah, it not binding? Just move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. You I
1: sullied my reputation. Give me my money. Yeah, I guess. I guess
2: if I was both sides, I'd be doing exactly what they're doing, saying, yeah. hey, you weren't the coach, so sorry. And if I was the <laughs> Giano side, I'd be like, wait a second. I signed <laughs> this thing. Pay me. Right. So, uh, Mr. Haslam you <laughs> right, Mr. Aslow. Uh, Mr. Aslo, where where's my money? Oh, Give me man. the loot. All right, coming up next, there was a horrible football game on television last night. We'll man, that was to. a
1: hard-hitting football game. That oh. was
2: fun. <sighs> Boom. Disgusting. Fuck him in the mouth. Two bad quarterbacks. And yes, Joe Flacco is now bad. Coming right back. Follow us on Twitter at Geo and Jones.
4: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly. Auto parts Up, you choose the brakes that are exact fit for your vehicle brand you trust, like Brake Best and Wagner Thermal Quiet. Raleigh Auto Parts has the brake parts you need. Guaranteed low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. That Havana song came on the radio yeah. 55 times yeah. when I was driving yesterday.
1: Wearing it out. Oh, my goodness. You feel how, how I feel, right? I do.
2: And it was in my head that you had said that, yeah. and then I heard it all the time. That one in this, ah, oh, this Ed Sheeran song. They played the hell out of that. Perfect. No, the Galway Girl. That's the one I heard a million times. Galway girls, you know? No, I don't know. You that. don't know that one? Mm-mm. Oh, they probably yeah, cuz there's not a video with a half-naked woman dancer. I think the Galway not girls Not half-naked gal- women in these videos. Galway girls are all pale, covered up <laughs> eating haggis. That's why. I like haggis. That's good stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's why it. I watched the videos.
2: She's something like uh Okay. She's an English man and an Irish woman. I don't know something it's very odd. This fell in love with an English man. Yeah, <laughs> fell in love with an English
1: man and This song Fifty thousand times I heard. Mm, not sure I'm feeling this
2: one. Well, you, you can keep go to the uh, go to the hook, go to the chorus where they play like the the Gaelic music. Ah, you know Gaelic. They play a little Gaelic music. Come on. Oh, uh-huh. you missed it, Pete. You just played like two seconds of it. Go, go, go back a little more, a little more. Right there.
1: Yeah. That's not bad. I dig Gaelic. You like you
2: like the Gaelic. <laughs> Mike's in there jamming. Oh, he's the best. I'm going
1: to see him in uh, September. Oh, really? No, you're a big Ed Sheeran
2: guy. He's the huh? best, huh? Yeah, he's great. Hey, we'll our buddy from September. upstairs.
1: I forget his name. Uh, we remember when we went and did the show upstairs. Was that AMP? Which show was that we were on? Upstairs, man. Other, fresh. The, fresh. fresh, fresh, yeah, yes. buddy. He was. I just saw him on the elevator this morning. He, he was saw Jay Z last night. He told me to tell you hi. Speaking oh, of the best, nice Jay Z. Oh yeah, we got doubt. Is no. Ed Sheeran
2: the ugliest, most popular singer we've ever had? Hmm. Last decade, at least, right? Yeah. Oh, he's not good looking. He's lost weight, but he's not good looking. But he's one of those guys. I listen because I know, and Ed Sheeran and I, we share this thing. No matter how, like in the times that I've gotten skinny you don't look skinny because your head's so big. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with yeah. Ed Sheeran. It's like he could mm-hmm. lose a bunch of weight, but he still looks big because his head is gigantic. Mm. So good, I would probably...
1: Good observation. Is yeah. there
2: anybody... So is there anybody in, in the last, let's say, 30 years who's been this popular and this ugly in music? Mm. It's a good question, right? Very good question. Um, we'll just go male with this. We'll just yeah. go male. yeah. Um. No, I think you might be onto some.
1: I can't recall because
2: you wondering. could you could throw a couple one hit wonders out there if you want, mm-hmm. but I mean, and then you can't like you can't say like the Rolling Stones because at some point they were all young, right? You know, heartthrobish,
1: right? So you can't throw but them you in can, there. If you're a great singer, you can be ugly. Doesn't matter. Oof. still get them. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's stuff. If you think about like the
2: top ten, the guys are per- perennially in the Billboard stuff. Good for him. Mm-hmm. The point is that he overcame a lot these days. Overcame a lot. What did he overcome? The ugliness. Oh. <laughs> I mean, your music has got to be good. Oh, it's got to be great.
1: It's got to be great in order to overcome that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you're sitting there, A&R guy, and you're like, yeah, but he's ugly hell. <laughs> right. But the music's great. Right. You're right. Okay. Big moon face mm-hmm. redhead kid. Yeah. That's what your, b- your father does that, right? He's like, man, he's ugly, but he can sing.
2: That's how, I mean, mm-hmm. and this is, people think this is an insult. This is how good he is. Yeah. I mean, he knows. Yeah. He knows exactly what's going on. He got dumped by Ellie Goulding. Remember that whole thing? No. Wrote a that? song about her. Who
1: was she? A blonde singer, British singer. She beautiful. Way out of his league. Really? Yeah. She dumped him because he's ugly? Probably. The music couldn't hold him together? I guess
2: not. Let's I see. mean, he he's probably, if you think about it, he's probably had more sex with women out of his league than anybody on earth. Good for him. He's got, he's right. He's got to be up there, this Ed Sheeran. Okay. I thought, you got to remember, I heard that song 50,000 times, and I wouldn't even change it at that point because I was just so focused on driving. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, a lot about him yesterday. Gotcha.
1: I got another on that list. Ugly performance entertainers, singers, rappers, Lil Wayne. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know what though? I feel like
1: What? I feel like there's more sex appeal
2: with Lil Wayne what? than there is with Ed Where? Sheeran. I all mean, all the piercings and he's a gnome. Yeah, I, I bet you I bet you if you you polled the female audience that they would it would much rather spend a romantic night with Lil Wayne than they would Ed Sheeran. Just based <laughs> on looks. Really, I would. I would say yes. I bet it go the other way. I would say yes. Mm-mm. So this is no knock on Ed Sheeran. It's just the facts. Yeah, and I think that it really, in in essence, it's a compliment that he's been able to to be this good and this popular, looking like that. <laughs> All right, it was a Monday night football game. Big of night. ugly. Yeah, it just it don't even sell me on the oh, great defenses. <laughs> oh, some excellent hitting oh, in that book. D-
1: uh, defenses. How about this uh, comment from a big-time Texas fan? Uh, this this Te- um, Texans this Texans fan. Texans fan. Okay, this right. this sums it up. My, my my friend Jocelyn listens to our show. and She said, "Oh my God, I should have known we would be true to form in prime time." Savage was actually doing pretty good, and then he remembered he was Tom Savage. Let me get my normal strip sacked or a few interceptions so everyone knows it's still me. yeah. His agent won't be uh, opining about this performance, Willie.
2: I tell you, Joe Flacco isn't much better. He really isn't. He, I don't know. There were times that I would look at him and say, man, he is just the perfect quarterback. Isn't he? Stands there in the pocket. He just, he's got the deep ball down. He's cool, calm, and collected. He can run when he needs to. And now I see a guy who just he's totally lost. And no, I think there's nobody been that's been more affected by play calling than him. Like I remember that whole that, that uh, coordinator change with before they made that run to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, Cam Cameron was out and they put in the now head coach of the Detroit Lions, the brother who Jim name, Caldwell. Jim Caldwell.
2: Right. There you and go. that ended up working out for him. And yes. I think they're kind of in the same situation here because all right, so you got I mean Perryman can definitely get down the field and mm-hmm. have some size, right? Mike Wallace, one of the fastest guys still in the NFL. I mean, do they throw the ball down the field enough? They don't. And hes is he hurt? Can he not do it like he used to? I don't understand why they're not. Do, and especially when you talk about it basically, and, and, and Collins has added a little bit there, their running game. But a running game that's, that's non-existent at times. You want to talk about softening up a defense. Put a little pressure on them throw the ball down the field, open that up a little bit, and they never do it. They're maddening to watch, and somehow they're going to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and you, you have everyone now going after the current offensive coordinator, Marty Morningwick, uh, and, and they're upset with him. They're upset with this offense. They're booing the Ravens, and the Ravens, they win the game, and you can call it ugly. It's still a W, and they're still in a coveted playoff spot. Coming up next, players coming to the defense of a fired
2: coach. And it wasn't even really his own players. Coming right back on Gio and Jones. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?